the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Bitcoin scams are increasing. Donald Trump plays Will China Love Me, Will China Not. Will China love me? Will China not? You got the Senate basically saying, let's roll back, roll and roll and roll back. Keep that cowboy rolling, roll back. Dodd Frank, bank regulatory rewrite, headed to Trump's desk, hands a victory to small and regional lenders. They don't have to stress test as hard as the bigger boys, is kind of the idea. Oil prices today sank. In a sudden move, after unexpected surge in crude stockpiles, a lot of people think this is it. That the inflationary pressures may start to abate right here. Comcast is in advanced stages of preparing a superior all-cash bid for Fox assets. Who will Fox love? Who will join Fox at the altar? Will it be Comcast? Dun, dun, dun. No. Will it be Disney? Who's going to join Fox at the altar? My guess, it's going to be The Bachelorette. Kimmy. Kimmy! Someone will, right? 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. CFP Chad Burton does a show here mornings from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Today he was on the air. Let's bring CFP Chad Burton in to pick his brain a little bit what he's seeing. Mr. Burton. So you might say, well, I'm 35. I'm still trying to get saved for retirement and get my two times my annual income saved up by 35, as we've been talking about this whole show. Um, so why do I need to go spend money on the trust? Well, estate planning, a lot of times, is as simple as naming beneficiaries correctly on your accounts. So by 35 to 40 is the age in which many people have already gone through their first divorce. And just talking with somebody yesterday that brought in all of their stuff to get a financial plan done. So another advisor and I were sitting with them and it was clearly written that on three of the accounts, his former, his ex-spouse was still listed as a beneficiary, not his eight year old son. Um, the guy was about to remarry again. You have to update those beneficiaries and um, throughout the process, too, looking at divorce docs, there was a requirement that a certain amount of life insurance was supposed to be in place because of child support issues. And that wasn't done. So a lot of times, if you're involved in a divorce, and let's primary, uh, you have primary custody of the child, and you depend on the X is a source of income for child support or alimony. You've got to make sure they have life insurance in place because something could happen to them. And if all of a sudden that source of income is gone, you're in a world of hurt. So that's part of your estate planning too. It's not just a trust. 
The other story that we've talked about, and this thing is really starting to be uh, a strategy that's written about quite often, is giving low-cost basis assets to your dying relatives and then getting it back with a step-up in basis. So the United States is a weird deal where if you pay 2 bucks for Apple stock and then you die, whoever inherits your Apple stock or real estate or anything else gets a step-up in basis, and they can turn around and sell it tax-free. That capital gain is gone. So people are looking at this situation where they have now the ability to either die with or give away while they're alive over $11 million in assets without paying gift taxes. So let's say you got a guy and um, you know got a whole bunch of stock to start working for a startup, um, and now that stock's worth $5 million, but the basis is $100,000. And dad's starting to fail. Dad looks like he's going to pass away in a, a year or two. So you give the stock to the dad, you use some of your exclusion, you use part of that 11.1 mil, 11, almost 0.2 million that you can give away or die with, you use it up now, so there's no taxes to do that, give the stock to the dad, when dad dies it gets a step up in basis, you inherit it and you can sell it tax free. Wipes out that gain. Well, there's all sorts of stories already out there on cons that are going on of the one that I talked about before where a guy did that with his elderly mom. Elderly mom falls in love with the so-called young volunteer at the senior center, and they get married, and the stock gets wiped out. It's gone, and then the, the con man's gone. Things like that happen all the time. So you have, it's just, first of all, it's a very aggressive strategy, and I would have to imagine that more rules and regulations are going to come out regarding this issue. If you're going to do something like that, consult a very, very good estate planning attorney. Not an attorney that does auto claims sometimes and uh, you know real estate sometimes and sometimes estate planning, but a full-on estate planning attorney where you set up a trust. Let's say you're going to do it with your dad. You set up a trust for your dad and give them a general power of appointment, which they can then exercise and essentially set the trust up for the benefit of you so you can get a step-up basis that's protected from your creditors and things like that. So there are some estate planning techniques out there. There's also some estate planning techniques, especially if you think you're going to exit, sell your business and you want to give part of your business away to family members. By setting up various trusts now and separating those business assets into various trusts, not only can you achieve your estate planning and gifting goals, but you might also be able to get a tax break much larger and take advantage of this new pass-through tax break on a much larger level because of the way that the rules are written. And that's a strategy that if you're looking for you know, selling a business sometime soon or it's going to be purchased or whatever in the next five years, you're willing to do that. But if you're going to hold a business for a long period of time past the year 2026 when a lot of this stuff goes away, then you're probably being too aggressive. Because I... I do not believe these tax cuts are going to remain as they are unless suddenly we were growing at over 4%. And it's been a long time since we've had a recession. We've got full employment. Um, odds are that before this tax cut expires, we go through a recession. It's normal, healthy part of economic cycles. 
And if that happens, we're not going to hit some of the growth targets, and our budget deficits will likely continue to grow, and we'll probably have a change in administration in these taxes these tax cuts will likely expire and some of the stuff will go away. So don't get too crazy and aggressive on strategies that you hear about that might, that you may pay a lot of money for, and then they might be gone in 2026 when these tax cuts expire. So don't count on government to stay the same, whether it's your estate plan or whether it's taxes or capital appreciation, what to do with your house. We have a Congress now that's rolling back restrictions that were put on the financial institutions who really kind of, they didn't get to participate in the lower interest rates and the the expansion in large part because they caused the recession on a lot of levels. They were part of, you know, lending money for mortgages that we shouldn't have been buying, jacking up mortgage prices, real estate prices, and at the same time creating some inflation that was bogus. So a lot going on. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. 1220 KDOW. Hello, hello. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. The whole NAFTA world is out there. The whole China trade and Russia and Putin, president for life. There's a lot of little dramatic stories this year in 2018, whether it be companies like General Motors and electric cars or high price of oil. General Electric has sold assets to try to raise cash. They've talked about slashing their dividend again. Apple ended the first quarter flat. You exclude dividends, but... A lot of the first quarter for Apple was spent talking about the production of the iPhone 10 model and how consumers may no longer be interested in expensive phones. At what point do we say enough? Amazon shares up 24% in the first three months of the year, even though they've been getting blistering attacks from Donald Trump. Right now, speculation remains high about where Amazon's going to put their next headquarters. So a lot going on out there, right? A lot of drama. Oil playing with $80 a barrel, maybe, maybe not. Maybe inventories are starting to build. A lot going on. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Disney, Comcast, and... Um, Disney, Comcast, and 20, 20th, 21st Century Fox. Remember when they were 20th Century Fox? And you're like, what are they going to do? In the year 2001. They're going to change their name. HTC's got a new phone that they want you to watch content on. It's see-through. It's squeezable. And it's kind of showing you, like, maybe Apple's a little afraid to go that direction. But HTC unveiled the U12 Plus, a high-end Android smartphone named at Samsung's and the LG's of the world. But it's squeezable. No way. I know you're saying, there's nights where I want to lay next to my phone and squeeze it because I love you so much. Probably not, right? Parts of it are completely see-through, which is kind of cool. But how are they going to get us uh, excitable? That's the big issue. 
you see about the guy on a Frontier flight. What's going on with people being crazy in flights? Is it alcohol? Is it drugs? Is it both? Is it people are just getting crazier or people are like just losing their mind? I'm in a glass case of emotion! Guy punched a pregnant woman at an airport and a dog. Punched a dog? I will say. That's terrible. There are some times where boxing a dog feels like the right way out. Challenging his reputation. But not just cold cocking. I mean, just like out of nowhere. Boom. Punched in the face. No dog deserves that. So one of the stories we told you about last year is a great story of... Be careful. And this is what, like, I was careful with Bitcoin because I see it, you know, march from $800 to $19,000 and then $19,000 down to $7,000. And it scares me. It's not, it's not who I am. I work hard for my money. I shake it, shake it, shake it. But last year there was a company called MoviePass. And they, are, they have a company who publicly owns them, Helios and Matheson. But they're losing $20 million a month. And the problem is, is... You can have a great idea, nine ninety five a month, and you can go to as many movies as you want. They started playing with it, like four movies, and you can't see the same movie twice in the same month, so you can't go see Solo 31 days in a row. I love Star Wars movies, right? Those are the only movies you want to see again and again and again. Or maybe you like other movies you want to see again and again and again. Um, but yeah, Movie Pass. You know, some people love movies, and the product's almost too good to work. Uh, but the company itself had a, a massive run. Helios and Matheson goes up to $35 a share. Now it's down to pennies a share. Because no matter what, it's still losing money. I've got a friend who is... You know, right now there's a lot of people pitching ideas to each other. And one of the ideas recently pitched to me was an inhalable uh, marijuana and I don't know enough about marijuana to really like explain this, but I guess you can make a powder form of the chemical that makes you buzzed. And there's different ways of getting that, that chemical in your body. You can smoke it. You can you know make it into brownies. You can do stuff like that. But this one guy's figured out a little... It's almost like a pill packet. So it's not using flames. It's not quite a vape pen. But it's a, it's a pill that you like poke a couple times, then you inhale it through an inhaler and you get super high but like i'm like what's the price point on it because it goes straight into your lungs right and i'm like what's the price point is it five dollars ten dollars fifteen dollars and when the person didn't have an answer i was like oh boy but some people have signed up for this this incredible service movie pass and it's a service that's almost too good to be true you still have to make money and if you want investors you still have to make money whether it's for an inhalable or whether it's for an edible or whether it's for a credit card that it's not quite a credit card, but it gets you into movies for nine ninety five a month. There's articles out right now about how millennials it's one of their favorite stocks to invest in because they love the service. There's articles right now about someone who's gone out and seen seventy five movies since signing up in October that would cost seven hundred and fifty bucks. You know, seventy five movies, seven hundred fifty bucks if he paid full price versus his nine ninety nine. That ain't bad. He spends eighty dollars instead of seven hundred and fifty. Some people used to go to movies two to five times a year. Now they're going 100 times a year. It's because there's value perceived with that. But if the company can't make money, <laughs> good luck. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. PayPal is going to reap the benefits of being ditched by eBay. So PayPal is a company that was acquired by eBay to help you with the transaction. eBay announced on January 31st that it would replace PayPal with a different processor. That contract change gives PayPal an opportunity to pursue other marketplace acceptance deals, which can increase market penetration and drive earnings higher. PayPal looks very interesting to me as a stock. Square and PayPal seem to be doing some innovative stuff. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Welcome in, Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black. Happy May Day, May Day, May Day. It's, it's not May Day. But we are at the end of May 2000. 18. Whoa. That basically means we've gone through January, February, March, April, May. Five months of the 12, right? Have you maxed out your 401k? Have you, done, have you taken care of yourself financially speaking? Have you started thinking about taxes this year? Because we're halfway through the tax calendar. Not halfway, but pretty darn close. Deal or no deal? Howie Mandel wants to talk China. You're saying Howie Mandel wants to talk about China? Okay, I might have made that part up. But... Say what? Donald Trump's talking China. And something he's saying right now is that the deal may be too tough to get through a deal with China. And I hate this. Because earlier this week, a deal looked like it might happen. Now stocks fall as optimism fades over the trade talks. Earlier this week, stocks rocketed. And that's why a lot of people start thinking... Um, that's why a lot of people start thinking that Wall Street's rigged, and I hate that, because it's not. But the same story, if you're listening too carefully, is a problem. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. KISS basis Gene Simmons. He wants to rock and roll all night and party every day. I was afraid of KISS in the 1970s. I was a young boy who was afraid of metal bands. Don't know really what that means, but then KISS comes out with that, that rock ballad. Is it a rock ballad? Love ballad? Where Peter Chris from KISS sings to his wife, Beth, I hear you calling. And, I'll be right and they softened, in my view, and I was able to like KISS and start buying their 45s. For those of you under the age of 30, please go Google what the heck is a 45? Then after that, check out what a 33 and a third is. As far as technology goes. So Gene Simmons in March stepped in as the chief evangelist officer at a Canadian medical marijuana company called Invictus MD Strategies. Now Invictus is a big player, and weed and marijuana, you're going to hear a lot about it. It's a lot like Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. All right, this segment right. sponsored by Matthew McConaughey and Weed. So there's a company called Invictus. But um, Gene Simmons, he's good TV. You know, uh, someone like CNBC, CBS, they, they're like, we, can we please get this creepy old guy who's got kind of creepy old guy hair, and he's got creepy old guy sunglasses, and he used to be a rock star, and he talks about how great of a rock star he was and situations like that. 
right? I know you're saying you were afraid of this band. Yes, yes. Second grade, okay. But Gene Simmons also has a really incredible straight edge to him. He doesn't drink. He doesn't uh, partake, so to speak. So he never got super high, super drunk. He never rolled anything, smoked anything. So he says, now again, now he's a spokesperson for marijuana. Okay. So that makes me go careful. Careful. A lot of talk about, like, the next big investment in Bitcoin. The next bit big investment in weed. Marijuana. So be careful. As you're pretty, so be wise. You don't know nothing about this guy. Italy without the euro. Oh, Italy. Remember a couple years ago I got into trouble because Greece was planning on leaving the euro, and they probably should have because they, they're not much better off today than they were then other than a rising tide of economic activity has lifted all boats. Now Italy's looking over at Greece and going, hey, let's see how that worked out for you because we, maybe we want to leave the euro if it can help us with our borrowing costs. Borrowing costs. You know they say the United States always pays back our debts until we don't, right? Greece borrowed money for the Olympics, and Greece borrowed money to continue to evolve as a country, and they had to pay it back, and they couldn't. So higher interest rates right now are going to be hurting anyone who's borrowed money and needs to replace that borrowed money with future borrowed money. So you kind of see how the world starts to change in a low-rate environment versus a high-rate environment. Starbucks in the news. Excuse me. They're winning the in-store mobile payments war. And what's interesting is they're beating Apple, Google, and Samsung at their own game, so to speak. So Starbucks mobile payment system is used by 23.4 million Americans this year. Apple, about 22 million. And Alphabet, about 11 million. Samsung comes in fourth with 9.9 million. So every now and then I kind of remember, go through my phone, go through my um, credit cards, and spend my points. Because those are money. So it's like PayPal, everyone's paid me, you know, I'll collect fees for the soccer, I'll collect fees for the soccer. And they're like, whoa, I got $1,500 sitting there. Don't forget about that. So Starbucks is extending its lead on getting people to pay with a mobile app. That app's popularity exemplifies yet another successful technological initiative that they've been able to pull off. Would you like some coffee? I would like some coffee, to be quite honest with you. A little bit of rain in the Bay Area, and a 45, 50-minute commute turns into a 65, 70-minute commute. And that coffee is long gone. He forgot his latte. Oh, God. Some of the audio drops, I don't know. I was going to make so NAFTA's a So NAFTA is a big story right now, right? North American Free Trade Agreement. Are you a little tired of it? Canadian banking giant, Canadian Imperial Bank of Commerce has made adjustments in its investment portfolio because of things that are going on with the U.S. and China and the U.S. and NAFTA. So some analysts have, you know, tripled their holdings in Apple, raised their investments in Amazon. Should a dispute, why? Because should a dispute with China hit full steam, they think Apple could be one of the companies feeling the crunch, while Trump has singled out Amazon for tweet lashing. Interesting, right? Taking it kind of a different approach. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Money investing and more. Housing starts came out pretty good today. Oil's playing with $80 a barrel. 
Comcast is in advanced stages of preparing a superior all-cash bid for Fox Assets. But that would have some... Not only do you have to raise the cash, but that's like a big tax bang. Disney stock offer. Disney stock offer would allow Fox to spin off its assets tax-free, while a cash offer from Comcast would result in a taxable spend. So it better darn well be superior, superior. Fantastic, fantastic, wonderful, wonderful. Disney agreed in December to acquire the assets from Fox for their movie business and take a stake in Sky Television for $52 billion. So today you're seeing Netflix move higher because everyone wants to be Netflix. That's why Disney wants to buy Fox. That's why Comcast wants to buy Fox. And it's it's called a generational asset. And think about that and think about you. What is a generational asset? One that lasts or one that took a whole generation to build? Yep. Yep. Um, Inflation's coming to the United States. That's the expectation. And uh, interesting conversation I had with a coworker in television yesterday. She goes, my kid goes to London, uh, a college in London. And uh, she wants to know if she should prepay her tuition now because of the stronger dollar versus expecting a weaker dollar where she gets more, quote unquote, bang for her buck. Interesting, right? People are starting to think like that. Now, are they thinking, do I have enough cash for my retirement? Probably not. We'll see. I want you to pay a lot of attention to marketing and advertising and products and CEOs, because that's when this this whole investing thing becomes a charm and it becomes fun, is when you start seeing, you know, uh, Deutsche Bank saying they're going to consider cutting 10,000 jobs. And instantly I go, that's interesting. Higher interest rates, good. And cutting jobs, good. Wall Street likes job cuts. Not me. Not me personally. I'm not, a, I'm not a jerk. I'm not trying to say, you know, glad people lost their job. I've got my job, and that makes me look better if someone else has lost their job. And in the world of Rob Black, the haves or should the have-nots, I'll, t- I'll, I'll take me in half. Yeah, there's a guy on CBNC right now who looks like he is a sausage with a neck. Um... He's talking about Italy. So you're going to hear more about Italy failing and leaving the EU. And guess what? It's going to scare people. Do not go out in the woods tonight. So Victoria's Secret, we've had some stories recently. And I know you're saying, where are you going to go with Victoria's Secret? Well, recently we've had stories like McDonald's going with paper straws. And just companies really doing the best that they can to pay attention to millennials. Because millennials, if, if you are perceived to do, be doing wrong, they don't want anything to do with you. So Victoria's Secret was founded during one sexual revolution. It's not clear whether it'll make it through another sexual revolution. It's still the dominant lingerie company in the United States. But if you take a look at the way they market and advertise, a lot of people have a lot of negative signs with it. A lot of younger people today want lingerie brands to be more about real women's bodies and sex appeal. So L Brands is trying to figure this all out because they come from the generation of the skinny tall supermodel and millennials don't want that they don't want it they don't see the celebrity in skinny so victoria's secret was founded in 1970 they got to change their brand their marketing otherwise they're not going to be relevant i'm rob black talking all things financial money investing and more don't forget there's another hour of today's show to listen to find it now at kdow.biz or on the kdow radio app I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. My number one goal is to get you to retirement. 
just try to show you flags of why you should stay kind of excited about the markets and show you flags of why you should get a little bit more pessimistic, even though I don't want you to be greedy or fearful. But we ha- like it's not that tough to say we've had a great, amazing run on Wall Street for nine years. You've crushed the housing market. You've crushed the stock market. Uh, not the crushed, I'm talking about the stock market. You've crushed the housing market. You've crushed the bond market. And if you got caught up in the media attention on FANG, Facebook, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, Google, you probably did pretty well and accelerated your retirement date forward. But then there's, there's stories like today where you see you know, Trump thinking the China deal may be tough to get done. He just wants to look tough. He wants to come out of it and say, you know, holy mackerel, it was one heck of a fight, but the Donald did it. Bill Gates told a terribly funny story about Trump, and I've not been a big fan of Trump as far as um, The Apprentice, and I don't really believe in the whole art of the deal thing. I don't think he's really into anything. I think he was a kid that his daddy died and left him a lot of money, and I think he's done well not to mess that up. But neither here nor there, right? I won. I won. I won. Buyers beware. Bitcoin scams now are popular with a very high risk of cryptocurrency fraud. Crackdown on cryptocurrencies are starting to become a little bit more common from the United States, from Canada. And you have to watch out. Like, there's some companies out there with uh, names like Crypto Cashback, Crypto Secure, and Think Coin, and UB Coin, and Leverage, and Rob Black Coin. Wait, wait, wait. Rob Black Coin? No, that's not one. But it, see, it could be. Really? Really? I'm so happy that The Voice and American Idol are over. Just, 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 just give it to me. That, that's that's a good thing, and society can move forward for a couple weeks, couple days, couple minutes. So, and now the winner of you'll never see again. Okay, could happen. I get it. So, one of the things that fears me the most about retirement is, do I have enough? There's that meme going around of you should have two times your income by age 35. But more important, there's just a lot of questions on, like, how does that fit into my life? And does that sound about right? And, you know, can I invest in this market? But healthcare costs are going to run you for a couple. If you're healthy right now and you're 65, you need about $280,000 from 65 until the day you die to cover your healthcare costs. Death is not cheap. I was watching an old episode of Six Feet Under a couple days ago, and uh, it was back in the first season, and a guy's brother dies, and he's just like, I hate you funeral home people. You charge, I've been through this before with my uncle, and you charge too much money. Death ain't cheap. He's like, just leave my brother in a box. I, I, I kind of like that. I want to be buried in a cardboard box in the backyard. One day for a raccoon to dig me up and drag my body through the, the house on Thanksgiving. Projections are that a man is going to need about $133,000 for healthcare costs in retirement, and women about $147,000. And that includes things like premiums and cost-sharing provisions and out-of-pocket costs. And again, do you think healthcare is going to get more expensive or cheaper? Back in 2002, a retiree couple would spend about $160,000 a year, $160,000 total in retirement in healthcare. Now that number is up to 280,000, 15 years later. That's a big jump. 
especially if you like again if you don't want health care in retirement i get it i get it but you're going to need health care in retirement is my assumption so you got to think about that women are saying i don't want to have babies more women are saying i don't want to have babies because because student loan debt it's interesting that a person who has their own wedding business doesn't even want to get married in large part because of the student loan debt. And so kids are expensive. You know, people will say things like, I can't imagine having a child and have to pay $600 a month for, you know, my student loans. But when you have a kid, those diapers are pricey. <clears throat> and the day your kid stops using them, you're like, woohoo, <clears throat> I can max up my 401k again. And what else is pricey? You know, the food. And it all shifts around. Like early on, it's all about daycare and diapers. Then it gets into sports and clubs, and those aren't cheap. Then it's going to get into food of a, a teenager, and that ain't cheap. Forty-two percent of women have more than thirty thousand dollars in college credit, college credit card, college debt, and credit card debt's obviously grown as well, compared with just twenty-seven percent. Forty-two percent of women have college debt, more than thirty thousand dollars, but just twenty-seven percent of men. That's a good thing and a bad thing. Women are going to school. They're getting advanced degrees. They're paying for the advanced degrees with loans. Down the road, they should be able to get higher-paying jobs with the quote-unquote advanced degree. A startup that helps women understand fertility, a company called Future Fertility, Future Family, said 44% of women said they had student loan, and that half of those women say their loans are affecting their decision about having kids. Is it fair? I'm not going to talk about that, but... We need those kids. Those kids are future taxpayers. So I'm not going to go say make babies, but you get the idea. We need babies. Elvis needs boats. We need babies. We'll take a break here. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Where investors rule. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.